<clears throat> so we're live on Podbean now, and uh, we're going to start up Zoom here so that we can start recording. Okay. So just bear with us for a moment. Let all of our uh, listeners hear our voice and scream hallelujah. You know? <laughs> they're back! They're back! They're back! It's, uh, it's going to be a fun episode today. You ready to go? I'm fucking excited. All right, well, we're live again. Bucks and Brews here with you. We're running a little later today because softball season has started, so I'm kind of out a little bit. I'm going to talk about what I'm drinking before Nick gets into his. So I went back to work brewing with the uh, French Toast Devil Dog Oatmeal Stout. And when I finish that, Saga Tuck Brewing uh, Neapolitan Milk Stout. So it's a stout night for me. Nick, what you got? Oh, well, you know, I got my Bucks and Brews t-shirt on. Because that's number one important, along with my Bucks and Brews cup. Cheers to you. Cheers. If you guys can see that, uh, cool blue. Uh, it felt like a sunny day, so I wanted to go with something really fun for myself. Uh, Smirnoff, ice, smash, red, white, and blue. Usually drink the bottles, got the can. I'll drink it out of the bottle way more than I'll drink it out of the can for now. When I'm done with that, uh, the old true and blue Bud Light. Um... You know, you can't you can't go wrong when you're drinking what you know. You know? Story. So, David, I know it's been a it's been a heck of a week. Um, yeah, I, I've been super crazy busy between yeah. work and break room and school and softball. It's it's been insane. We were not sure we'd be able to get together tonight, but luckily we got that worked yeah. out because God knows I needed a drink after the weekend. Yeah, I say you know I. Uh, my, my my weekend right i yep. i worked uh i ended up in muskegon somebody got themselves arrested uh decided, decided to blame it right they're, they're going to the back of the cab car and they go thanks nick like i fucking did it right like yeah cool i made the decision to do the illegal acts right like i literally gave you all of the things not to do in life and you go and do like it's just like this right yeah, like yeah. we can give you freaking advice if you take it awesome if not like don't blame us because we we did something right like we, uh, we tell each other all, everybody all the time we're not professionals this is what we believe but right but if you do the opposite i'm not responsible no for that. absolutely like, not. if you come to me and say nick i did every step you said and it failed i'll be like all right we gotta figure this out because i'm doing those steps and it's working for me so like let's figure this shit out and then today you know i mean we we're talking about not almost not being able to make it and i get i get you know freaking gas leak call after gas leak call today um just ridiculous i was running behind um it's it's just dude it's one of those one of those weeks one of those days man you know what that reminds me of so i watched this tiktok video the other day yeah this guy calls <laughs> this guy calls 911 to ask about cooking meth good for him and what they say they said is this so-and-so that lives at such and such place he goes no, that person's not here right now. And they're like, all right, well, we're sending an officer on his way to see you, Daryl. And he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> they're like, what are you doing right now? Oh, nothing. I'm just cooking some meth. Whoops. <laughs> uh, in my office, the best thing to do right now, because, you know, there's so many Karens in this world. Oh, absolutely. Is uh, we're, we're watching, like, even on TikTok. I, don't, I, I downloaded TikTok. I haven't even looked at it. But, like, they come across Facebook, right? And it's. I'd like to speak with your manager and then hold on. Like you just switch ears. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this is the manager. <laughs> I want to speak to somebody above you. You know who I am. Like I am the top dog. Like, oh, it's just, it's, 
it's amazing. We hung up on a, a lady. That was hilarious to me, right? So, like, she calls, complains, and we tell her an answer. She didn't like the answer. And she just started ripping into us, so I hang up. And when you when you, when I hung up, it apparently I didn't. So the girl, like, the girl I work with, she's so nice. She keeps talking. I was like, no, hang the phone up, right? And, like, click. And she, like, laughs about it. And I was like, we don't get disrespected. Like, you're not going to talk to me, like, out of disrespect. If you talk to your child that way, that's on you. And you probably should learn from that. But, like. Oh, I've had a couple people at work try to talk to me like I was their kid. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's one thing when I started there and I was like 23. Yep. But the longer I worked there and the older I got, yeah. I'm not your kid. Don't talk to me like I am because it's not going to go the way you think it is. Yep. I was it's, but, you know, tonight's episode, it's, it's, it's really, a, it's an easy topic, but it's, uh, it it, it's, it's funny. We're talking about wealth, right? Like what wealth is how to get there and um you know a lot of questions kind of come up with it so i think you know it's it's weird because when you think about when you think about how to get wealth okay it's really it's the easiest thing you've ever done in theory right right so you know the, the hard i think the hard part is is right you, you're always trained and you listen to everybody else in this world oh you know yolo's this big thing right like the ones like you know just spend your money and and you know you get you get too many people to like oh you have to you have to buy this nice car and you have to look the part and you have to do whatever and it's like nah you know i mean dude rock a rock a bucks and bruce t-shirt you know every day of your life and call it a day um but really when you think about it you know wealth take take your paycheck instantly like in another account right so into a betterment into an index fund something like that put 20 percent away right put five percent into your savings account so you have you know your emergency fund kind of going up invest invest 15 to 25 percent of your money i mean right and, and you you'll never you'll never see that money you'll never think about it you'll you'll only budget off the rest of it right no yep. and then you'll get so used to it every time a paycheck come, or you know a raise comes right just up in a couple bucks. I mean, that's just, it, it's, it's simple, right? It's so simple. Like if you just let the work do itself, right? You just watch it continue to grow. You'll be wealthy. I mean, it, it financially. And so people, people don't take that beginning step to just invest from day one. So it's, it's simple, but at the same time, everybody wants to make it very, very complicated. And okay. they also, they're not good at sticking to a budget or understanding the value of their money. Sure. Okay. So, you know, like I, we talked about our journey last week and, and I think that, you know, that really kind of shoves us into here really well because, you know, when we were talking about me, you know, I, I said, I didn't have a respect for money. There was no respect. I spent a lot of money on, on junk. Yeah. You know, my Mike Love Fund or whatever you call it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I when I look back at all the money I, I spent over, you know, 10 years, if I had invested half of that, I'd be rich. Oh, and that's right. Like, that's exactly it. I mean, you know, if we can, we do a lot of kids episodes, right? Pennies and Pops. And, uh, you know, if you can, if you can get kids on that track just so early to know to put away money, I mean... Right, like once their first paycheck hits from from McDonald's, from whatever their first job is, yeah. the, the paper like there's no paper outs anymore, but like something, right? Like, hey, instantly, like 
you your first paycheck, take 25% of that away and, and just go with it, right? Because like that'll teach them to invest in their 401ks. That'll teach them, you know, and if if right away you instantly walk into a McDonald's, right? And you got your crap together. I don't care if it's a McDonald's. We're not making fun of McDonald's jobs, right? We're just saying you walk in and they say, hey, when you direct deposit, right? And so you walk in, you have your direct deposit for this and you have your direct deposit for your other account. And you say, hey, look, I need 25% to go here, 75% to go here. Yep. They're going to go, what? And you, and you know what? You know, no, none of those people are going to understand, right? I mean, it's just not, it's not normal. But when you walk in, you just instantly, you never see that, right? You look at your paycheck, but honestly, you should only be looking at that take-home money, right? People talk about taxes and how it, it, it's whatever, but you're, you're fighting something that you can't control, right? I mean, yes, go out and vote and do all that to try to avoid it. But really, like, if you can't control it, beat it. You know, I mean, there you know, you get the high school teacher once in a while. That's like, hey, from the age of you know eighteen to whatever, if you put in a hundred dollars um, out of every paycheck, right, you'll be a millionaire before before you know it, right? Right. And it, it's just a guaranteed breakdown. Well, you know, so Jenna, who's one of my employees here, she uh, she helped her brother set up his Roth IRA. You know, he had questions. She basically walked him through it. Sure. So, of course, I said to her, it was either a week ago or this past weekend. I don't remember which. I said, so you helped your brother set up his Roth? She goes, yeah. Where's yours? Did you set up yours yet? And she goes, yeah, I, I haven't done that yet. And I went, okay, well, what are we waiting for? Yep. I said, I don't care if you're putting a lot of money into it, but put some money into it. I said, and until, you know, April 15th, you can count it as last year's taxes. Yep. I said, so let's get going here. I, you know, for a 16 year old, she makes better money than anybody in her class. I, I guarantee you right now, because there's nobody out there paying a 16 year old what we pay. And, and part of that is because, you know, we want to pay a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think there is some out there, right? I mean, there's, there's different areas, but you know, for this area, right. To get 16 to, to pay that amount of money. I mean, yeah, you know, I just went into the sub shop today, and it was like starting at nine bucks. Yeah, it's just like we're paying better than that. I mean, um, you know, but really, it, it, it's you know, everybody says that. Oh, you just say that because you have money. No, like I just say that because I do it, right? Like, I mean, when I got into when I got into Gentex, right? Like, I put my my match in. I didn't instantly invest, and then like, yeah, I had to kick my own ass, right? Like, Nick, what do you do? It like, hey. All right, so then I just started direct depositing. And once you direct deposit, like, it's, you know, I mean, you, you talk to people on child support, oh, that money, that money, and they'll complain about it. But, like, they're living off, you know. if you, They if don't know. Right. It's like, gone. Exactly. You know, I mean, you get, you, you're, you're, you're used to living on whatever you have. You know, and so then that's exactly it. You see it, and it's just like, all right, you know, so start. And we're not telling you guys to be like, oh, go to 50% right away. You know what? And if you're like, oh, I'm so tight, and, and you're not budgeting or doing whatever, but, like, throw 10 bucks in there, throw 20 bucks in there. And naturally, you you'll like if you look at your account, like uh, you know, look at your bank account constantly and be like, oh, I just don't have it. Like you're gonna make smarter decisions naturally off of ten and twenty bucks, and eventually it'll add up. And people, you know, I'm so tired of people. Oh, that's just not enough money. Like you know, it's not enough money. But if you do like a six month checkup or a yearly checkup, guess what? After three years, you're gonna look at that shit and you're gonna go, man, I haven't even noticed that ten bucks has just been going towards it. Like. Well, you know, I, I look at it with my refi. Yep. I can look at exactly what I pay on my principal, exactly what I'm paying on my interest. So I looked at it the other day. And I'm like, well, if I pay it another 13, 11 this month, I'm at, you know, 
50, mm-hmm. you know, is an ending number. And you know me, I'm I'm OCD, so I like even numbers. Yeah, so I run mine all the time, too. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to pay that right now. So I'll be, you know, I think it's 104950 Yep. Because I want that round number. And I'm sitting there going, all right, well, I get three paychecks in April. So that's going to be some extra money in April going. And then, well, I'm, I'm going to want it to be even again. So I have to figure out where I am to be even again because I always want to be even. Yep. But I'm looking at that going, you know, I, what I really want is that paid off in 10 years. Yeah. Which I, I mean, you know, and that's a very possible thing, right? You just got to focus on it. And so, right. But like when you're talking wealth and actually building it up, you don't have to really focus on it, right? Like, okay. If you watch it and the market goes down, you guys are going to be like, oh, we're idiots. But if you understand that this is long-term investing, this is long-term wealth, this is long-term, right? You're going to get to the point where it's literally just going to add up over time. And, you know, by the time you're 50, you're going to see it and go, holy crap, like this is a thing. You know, and then this became a really hot topic for me. And, you know, today I'm listening, I'm listening to some stuff. And so I got on my betterment. This is real. I get on my betterment and I go into how much I give every week or whatever. And I was like, ah, I'm just going to up at 35 bucks. Yep. Like I was like, you know what? Just force myself because, you know, again, I went out to dinner tonight for $15 for a sub, which is ridiculous. Right. But, um, you know, I was going to get a half, but it's only $2 savings. So I was like, dude, and I'm this big, but a, I had self-control. I literally only ate half of it. So I was like, all right, I'm at seven bucks, a, um, you know, seven fifty a meal. Right. But like, 35 bucks, guess what? I'm not going to go out and eat, you know, as much because I know, like, I'm trained that way. Like, if I don't have it in my account, I'm not going to spend it because, you know, and I think a lot of people, you have to understand that, you know, you, there's a big percentage. I can't tell you the statistic, but if you're the kind of person that's like, hey, I make, you know, I make $400 a week and, you know, at, on Friday, whatever's left over, I'll just invest it. It'll never, it'll never add up. It'll never work. It'll never be a constant, like, because you're going to go see something that you want to buy and you're just going to go buy it instead of actually. So if you build it ahead of time, if you pay yourself first by investing first, it, it's set it and forget it. Like, you know, we, we don't need you guys to go out and get second jobs, third jobs if you don't want them. Like there's a difference in like that type of person that you want to be. But really, like, just set the amount of money. It's so, so simple, you know. Um, I think I think one of the biggest things is, especially with technology, man, it's so easy just to set up auto auto withdrawal, right? Like, it really is. I mean, my do my betterment. Literally, I just get a notification. Hey, this deposit's coming out. Like, I don't I don't have to log in every week. I don't. I mean, I barely log into my betterment. Only when I like randomly think about it or talk about it you know who logs in all the time right yeah oh yeah you all the time but i mean like the reason i don't is because like i don't want to have that itch to like spend it or, or to know what i have oh yeah i'm not i mean i don't spend any of that there's yeah. there's no way well i mean I'm, I'm i'm buying a real estate i'm buying some more real estate right oh, now yeah. and it's like all right should i should i do this this or this and i was like well i have money over here you know like i don't even want that to be a thought process right like i want to know that that's set forever so while we're here i i, I just want to you know give a quick shout out to christy and and Kristen, who I work with, they're both listening to us live right now in Podbean. Oh, I appreciate that. It's a big shout out to you guys. Um, hopefully uh, you're drinking something good with us. Um, you know, I think one of the other things um, when we're talking about wealth is, uh, you know, your what's, right, and versus your why's, right? Because if you don't have a why, 
right? If you don't have that that final, um, you know, when if, if your what is just, hey, I want money, I want money, right? I want $10, $10 million. When you get to that goal, you gotta, you're just gonna feel empty when you get well, there, right? Like, you know, and, and me being a coach, yeah. one of my absolute favorite quotes is something that Phil Jackson had shared in one of his books. It's great to have an end to journey towards, but it's the journey that matters in the end. Yeah. So you really have to sit there and while you're trying to get to whatever your goal is, enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. So, you know, case in point, uh, Sunday, I went through soft toss to two 25 year olds. Yeah. And Caitlin watched because she couldn't really, I mean, she swung one handed for one, you know, round sure. basically, but she couldn't really do much. And it's shocking to me because, you know, one of them was Marv's daughter, Jenny. Sure. Who, the only person I coached longer than Jenny was my own daughter. Okay. And that, that was one year longer. Sure. So if you would have told me 10 years ago that Jenny was going to hit me up and say, hey, can you throw me some soft toss? I'd have told you, you know, you're an idiot. Yeah. I, you know, you're you're that guy on 911 calling the, you know, 911 saying, hey, I'm cooking meth. How do I do this? <laughs> How do I get it? Yeah. Because she never would have been that person, but she was the one. She sent me a text last week, me and Katie and Caitlin, and said, hey, I want to hit, which is unlike her. Yeah. But again, I mean, you know, she's 25 now, and, and she's sitting there going, man, I, I don't get to do this every day. I, again, yep. When you're in a high school and you play a sport, you have to do this every day. And they sit there and they look at it like, oh, I have to go to practice today. Instead of, man, I get to go to practice today. No. Well, I think our girls were, you know, I mean, we only had a few that were like, hey, I have to. Most but, of them really wanted to. Right. I mean, it, like we made it that environment. I mean. But again, I mean, when you look at where we coached, because Katie said this too. They didn't play softball for us because they loved softball. Yeah. They played softball for us because we cared about them. Yeah. Well, it's the same with, co you know, when I coached bowling. For, yeah, for, for Potters. Sport. Right. I mean, right. It was, you know, I, I got interviewed. And, I mean, I took way less money than I should have. But, that, that, you know, and I wasn't that point. It was the fact that I'm going to be an impact. Right. And so, yeah. like, and these kids, they could see it. They're like, oh, man, this guy wants to teach us and actually shows up and cares. Like. You know, versus the coach that sat there and ate fries, right? I think that was yeah. like my, that was my favorite. That was my favorite conversation, right? With the with the kids. So, hey, I'm so, just letting you know, there's zero drinks and there's zero food during my practice, and like all of them are like, "What?" And it was like, "No, this this is competitive. This is like we're not here just to have social hour." I showed up to bowling because my daughter bowled, yep. and she bowled against your team. Yeah, and there was a coach, which was not her coach. That the first thing he did when he got to a bowling alley was order food and then he fell asleep. Yeah. And it used to piss me off. Yep. Well, you know, I mean, that's just letting kids go out and I mean, sure, have fun. I get that, but I mean we're we're here to we're here to have the competition. We're here to have the camaraderie. We're a team. We're here to teach life lessons. Right. And and it's definitely more than throwing a bowling ball or throwing soft toss, right? I mean, yeah. you know, we have those conversations while we're doing that, right? I mean Well, you know, like so tonight we had cut down. Yep. So we knew we were between a certain number of girls for varsity and a certain number of girls for JV. And coach came over and he said, okay, you know, so-and-so didn't make it and has taken it hard. So make sure, you know, you prop her up when we walk out of here. Sure. And, you know, she was, she took it hard. She cried. 
but you know she's an underclassman sure and not every underclassman is going to make varsity yeah and there's no shame in that why would there be i mean you know it gives you that much more to to work towards and to prove to get yourself better well and you know you and i the way we look at that is okay well you were on the line yep so you better go be a leader yeah you know you're you're on jv go lead them and and show us why we made a mistake yeah well it's, you can't sound like you can't call them up in the middle of the season right I mean, well they know they're coming to every tournament we have yeah you know and so you know i I think your your why your why is a big key, right? So like, if you don't know why you're doing it, you'll never reach that full. Except for right, I mean, if if you have a number of what, right? Hey, I want uh, you know, I want a Dodge Viper, right? Right. And so I look at it and say, why? Well, why is because it's my dream car and that's what I want, right? But like, it's not a it's a horrible investment. Horrible, not an investment, right? Like it's. Do I have the money to buy it? Sure, I can go pay cash for the one I want and stuff like that. But the fact is, is like when I get and, and I know who I am as a person. Once I get it, I'm gonna like I don't it, sure I'll drive it once and go. All right, I've lived my dream. Like, right. So if my dreams aren't big enough, if my if my why is not big enough, right? I mean, my why is, is so much more than that, right? It's it's family legacy. It's it, it my my why goes so deep for me and and i have to ask myself this all the time why do i why do i wake up every day and do this why do i why do i stress myself quote unquote for money right and it's you know people people think i mean anybody listening watching um oh you know if we've earned your respect and you think we have money oh these guys have money no it, like sure we're gonna we're gonna like we don't have money to ourselves right <laughs> like but we know we'll get there right I well mean, you know and talking to jenny and katie when they were here because you know the four of us were together and then caitlin had to leave because she was meeting a, a friend from lansing sure and you know I, i'm talking to katie and jenny afterwards and i'm like you know the only reason i want caitlin to have a child at some point is because i miss buying presents for a kid sure it's not because i'm sitting here going oh my god i want my daughter to be a mom you know if she wants to be a mom great that's awesome yeah but I want to buy presents for a kid. You know, like I bought, so when Toys R Us was going out of business, they were selling these Luke Skywalker land speeders. They were like $400, I want to say. Sure. And they were selling for 125 bucks. And I bought one. Yeah. Because I, I told Caitlin at the time, and she was probably, I don't know, 22 at the time. I said, I'm going to be the coolest grandpa ever. And she goes, what do you mean? I'm like, I bought a Luke Skywalker land speeder, and whenever you have a kid, it's, that kid has a land speeder. And it's sitting at my mom's house right now because eventually I would hope she has a child, even if she doesn't have her own. Yeah. I would hope she adopts a kid or something. And even if she doesn't, I'll figure out something. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, there's always going to be a, a, some type of kid that impacts your life. I mean, yeah. You know, it, it, that's just exactly how it is. Well, I think my, my biggest issue is, you know, I, I want Caitlin to have a child also so that when I die, there's something to leave to somebody because, you know, I, I have amassed all of these cool things. Yeah. And even if my wife sells everything or Caitlin sells everything, you know, I want her to be able to, you know, take to her kids and go here, here is, you know, all this crap I sold to your grandpa's because he had all this crap. Yeah. And it was worth X number of dollars. And here you go. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, I, 
I, I had to take my daughter to a showing today, right? To, yep. uh, to, to one of the properties and, uh, you know, she doesn't love it. And then we, you know, end up having a gas leak while we're there. So then I stay even longer and I'm like, God, I feel so bad. And so like, you know, the DC dude's like, I get it. And like, you know, I'm playing like ABCs, but like, and he goes, man, teaching her young, she's going to be, she's going to be a, uh, a perfectionist by the end of this. Um, and so I was like, that's kind of the hope to be, you know, like it really is, I, you know, I, I don't know if her life, if, if dude, think about it, if she can start any bit faster than we did. Right. And that's why yeah. we're so, that's why we're so much on these kids. Like, dude, if you guys can start so much before us, like, I hope you come to us and go, you call that money back in the day. Like, yeah. we'll be like, yeah, dude, we're, we're broke. And like, you're gonna be like, Oh, I made it. You know? Cause like when you talk to old people, what's the number one thing they say? Like, right. When, when, when you're at a job, Hey kid, make sure you start your 401k early. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I did. save your money. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and, and so what was the statistic? I think I heard today it was 60% of Americans don't have $1,000 in their savings account. Absolutely. 60, like that's a huge percent. Like they, if they got into anything, they couldn't bail themselves out of it right now without having to go into credit card debt. And, like, and that's, it's understandable because of how we live sure. and how we've been taught to live for really the last 40 years. Yep. You know, I, in class right now, of course, I always pick the same decade to, to write about. It's always the 80s. Sure. Because I love the 80s. But when you look at the 80s, the, the thing they taught us was to live over your budget, to live in excess, to, to take on credit card debt. Well, and people were okay doing that. You know, and when we're talking when we're talking debt right it doesn't equal wealth okay we know that for a fact when you know compounded interest is what makes wealth happen i mean yep. you know when you hear it from so many professional people out there right i mean that's what they say there's you know you can't rewrite something that's not broken because you know what wealth building isn't broken you just have to actually do it correct um you know i i was reading about real estate today and it was like you know we you're taught that you can spend up to three times what your monthly salary is on a, on a house, right? Yep. So, and they say, so the average household income, right? So household, usually two people, like, um, but they say the average is 69000 let's say $70,000, okay? So three times that, $210,000 is the average. Now, the average sale of a home in the U.S., take a guess. Two seventy-five. No, three hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Jesus. Right. So, so now that tells you how many people are not living by that three times mark. I mean, the average, right, is a hundred and ten thousand dollars over what you should be spending. And people are like, "Oh, well, housing is so expensive. Housing." I mean, again, you're allowing it to happen because you're the person making that. Like, if you just like, "Oh, I got to get out of here so bad." No, like, you know what? Like, you have to be successful and wealthy so bad. Well, like. And let me ask you something because you know you you are a landlord. I am. Um, I obviously own a couple properties. Yep. Um, when we look at at housing mm -hmm. specifically, it's expensive because people will pay it. Yeah. So especially right now, I mean, you know, for anybody that that doesn't know, we're in the Grand Rapids area. Yep. The Grand Rapids area, it's a hot market. Sure. And. You know, you'll, you you list a house at 150, and right now it'll go for 210 without really thinking about it because 
people want houses and they want houses here and they want them now. So yeah. they're overpaying for those houses. No, no, let me, and, and you know, I, I don't usually share too much of stuff, but, um, you know, when, when it comes to like other people's landlording. Okay. But here, here's the thing. Okay. So I, I run statistics on what comparable rent should be. Yep. Okay. It tells me I should get between 1250 and 1300. So the owner's like, I'm either going to sell it. I want to list it for 1500 crap. You not. I have three applications and a crap ton of showings at 1500. Now comping it like, again, you want to, I'm not saying do it to a landlord, but like you want to drain the landlord, just don't fucking rent it. But like people are willing to do it. They're willing to get out there. They're willing to go do this. And it's like, you've just paid 250 more than what it was worth. And it's like, you know, and what I'm finding, I mean, sure. If there's other applicants or whatever, but like, if I were to walk in, let's say I'm a renter, right? And if I were to walk in and be like, hey, I, I don't want to see how you're getting 15, but I'll offer you 1450, right? You know, I, I'd negotiate. Like, that shows me that you're, you know, thinking about your money, you're understanding. And I'd be like, oh, man, like this person's, they're, they're thinking about money and I don't have to take that big of a risk. You know, like, I, you know, and granted, if I have another qualified candidate behind it, yeah, like I'm, I'm you know, I'm probably going to take a qualified, but like, if it's if it's right there, I'm gonna look at financials. I'm gonna have to pick the best qualified person, right? And well, at the end of the day, you want the person that's gonna pay every month. Yeah. And and I know you because you are a landlord. You're sitting there going, I want somebody that's gonna stay here long term because I don't want to have to look for a new tenant. So so with with this new home purchase, right? Yeah. Um, they they just sent me a stupid paper, um, and it it says uh you know. Uh, property manage it's property management paperwork, right? And it's like, um, how long have you been a property manager? Okay. And then like one of the questions is what's your average tenancy? And I'm like, oh my God, if I had to sit here and do math, I was like, I don't know, five years, right? Every turnover? <laughs> I say it's like, you know, because because when I do look for this, right? I'm like, hey, how long do you plan to be here? Oh, you know, we're just in between houses. And it's that's not, I can't turn you down for that, right? But like, Hey, just let you know, it's a one-year lease, right? Oh, okay. You know, and, and sometimes they don't want a one-year, right? Like, they'll right. Month, so I, I don't have to take that. But like, you know, hey, oh, you know, I don't know. My kid's a, my kid's a eight, sixth grader and I'll be here until he graduates and I'll think what I'm going to do after that. But like, you know, that, at that point I get six years out of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, these are some big things. Well, and again, you look at it, renting is the same way as owning a business. I, I mean, you own a business when you're a rent, when oh, you're yeah. a, a landlord. Oh, yeah. So we know that to, to acquire a new customer costs X number of dollars. Mm -hmm. But to retain that customer costs, you know, two-thirds less than that. Sure. So much less. And, and it's the same way as a landlord, you know, to, to get a new tenant costs X number of dollars, but to retain a tenant costs yeah, so much less. So much less. I mean, you know, and that's, you know, and then people that don't understand what we're saying, um, right? So like when I have a tenant turnover, right, I have to go, I have to pay somebody to clean. I have to probably fix some stuff up. I probably have to paint or do flooring, yep. or, right? There's, there's usually a bill. Now, again, so one year comes up and you stay there the extra month, I didn't lose any of that money right there. Right. Like these, and, and, you know, so I'll go in, I'll go in and I'll, I'll, I always take a look at things. If I have to fix things, like I get them fixed, but like, if they're happy, they're comfortable. I, I we talked about, it. I don't have high rents, you yep. know, comparable like 1500 dude. Like I'm astounded. Cause it's actually not far away from one of my places. 
<laughs> and I'm crapping myself because I'm like, dude, I could probably get, you know, 300 bucks more a month. And I'm just like, you know, so if a tenant moves out, I'm like 300 more bucks in my pocket because I'm going to shoot for the moon now. Like doing this idea, like I, I'm I'm going to try, right? Well, you're one of the atypical landlords, I will say, because most places when you go, you know, in year one, my bill is, we'll say $800 a month. Yeah. And year two, the raise comes, so you're 850. Sure. Year three, you're at 900. Nothing's changed for you. Yep. You're still living in the same place. You're still getting the same amenities. You're just paying 100 bucks more than you used to. With you, I know you're not sitting there going, "All right, well, you're stuck in, around an extra year. I'm going to charge you another 100 bucks this year for this." Right. And I, I mean, you know, it's one thing I do fail at as a landlord, right? And I should do better. You you um, should, but I know you don't. I don't. Right. And and but when I first started, right? When I first started. My rents were superiorly low, like just crazy low. And uh, so, you know, I, I went there and I was like, hey, I got to get an extra 15, or I think I went 20 or 10. I don't remember. It was such a small amount of money. I was like, hey, you know, I got to raise your 10 bucks. Oh, okay. You know, and I was like, you know, and then, and then honestly, like they, they, they lasted a while. I remember, but like once they left, like I shot for the new, yep. I, I still, I, honestly, I shot for the new, but I took 50 to 75 bucks off. And got that like instantly, right? So like, yeah. I, so I mean, if you're looking at your place and you should be getting, you know, a thousand dollars on it, you're like, well, I, if I took nine twenty five, I'd be happy. Oh, yeah. Even though I used to be making eight hundred. Right. Like I, to me, I got a hundred twenty five dollar raise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm losing seventy five. But again, my tenants and the way I build the business is I'm gonna have it for a long time, right? I mean. It, they're going to be there for quite a while. Well, that, that's that, what you that, want. Is hope, you, want right? those, you want those people to stick around because that's guaranteed money. Your mortgage isn't going up. Right. On whatever that property is. Well, I mean, my property taxes will go up. Your property taxes go up, but your mortgage isn't. Right. So, I mean, you know, worse comes to worse, you're paying a little bit more a month. Yep. But if you have somebody in there that's good and taking care of it and not an issue tenant. Yep. It's so much easier to just keep them there, keep them happy. Yep. Well, so you know, and um, I do. You know, I usually start my tenants out on one-year lease, right? And um, uh, uh, you know, that kind of gives me my first guarantee. And then honestly, they go month to month after that because you know, there's, there's sure I can go in and do all the paperwork and do it all, but like you know, it just rolls over to month to month. I don't raise things, and then you know, I get the right to at that point, like send them a notice. I you know, I did when I bought my first, when I bought the eight unit. I mean, they were so low on rent. Like, I owned it for six months, and then I was like, "All right, hey, I have to jump everybody up twenty-five bucks." You know, and I didn't hear anything from anybody. Like, because again, I I watched one of my tenants while I was there walk across the street, and because you know, after I raised it, and I was like, I'm laughing, and I, I talked to the property manager, and they go, "Oh, hey, they're looking for a place or whatever." Um, and I was like, "And you guys are at what, like eight seventy-five? And I'm like, "They're paying six seventy-five now after after the raise." I was like. They're not going anywhere. And she's like, yeah, no, not a chance. And I was like, I was like, yeah, good luck with it, right? Well, like, well you know, and, and you and I have, have different philosophies, obviously, on how to build wealth. Sure. Because you're a landlord and you don't have a problem doing that. You do a lot of your own fixes. You're yeah. not calling in property. Man you don't have a property manager. You are the property manager. Yeah, when, I, when we get that phone call and they say, I want to talk to the manager, like, I just, it's you. Yeah, I just, I, I don't just switch gears. Yeah, it's the manager. So, I mean, for me, I'm not, I'm not doing any of that because I don't want any of that added work. Sure. I'm taking money and I'm investing it somewhere because I want, I just want my money to work. I don't want to have to do anything for it. No, and that, right. And, you know, that's exactly it. Like, I, 
you know, when I, you know, so like if we were to figure out percentages, right? Let's say you're at 25% of investing yep. uh, of your of your your money monthly. Okay, so just so everybody knows, like I'm at 15 to 20. I mean, I haven't done the exact because you know my money yep. my money fluctuates. Uh, 15 to 20 on, but honestly, I take the other. I, I take way more than that, but like I'm probably at 50% savings, but then I build up my cash reserve and then I put that cash down on the next property, right? Yep. Like, so it's not like I'm not investing it. Sure. I'm not investing it to get to that point because I don't want to play the, the, the stock in case it loses or whatever. Like that, that means I have to go that many more months to get that money. And it's just not smart for me. So you're looking for the next deal. Oh, 100%. The next real estate deal. 100%. Right. Like, but I'm still investing. Uh, you know, we talk about all that. Like again, I'm in index funds. I'm in stock. I have my 401 that is just sitting around. Um, you well, know. again, when you look at me, you know, I'm in Prosper. I'm in Fundrise. I'm, I, I have my 403b. I have my Roth IRAs. Yep. I have Stash. I have Acorns. I have, yep. you know, Public. I have Betterment. I have all of these tools yep. to make me more money because at some point I would like to retire. Yep. Not necessarily I'm going to quit my job because I like my job. Yep. And I'm not going to quit the break room because I like doing that too. Yeah. But I want to, you know, I want to be like you and I want to say, yeah, I'm going away for a week. Bye. Well, it's, you know, and that's exactly it. Like, right. Like I, and that, that's my why, right? Like why? Because I want to travel the world. Why? Because I want to give my family amazing memories, right? Like, you know, I was listening to somebody who, who's a multimillionaire and they were talking and they talked about going to Europe and they were like, we did it so cheap. He goes, you know, we were the people who were dragging their bags down the streets um, and not doing They're like, but the fact is, is we still had the memories. He goes, you know, you can go all out for it, right? Like the people that you hear, oh, I bought the Disney package and I, I went to the Disney this and the, you know, did the Disney castle and, and did all the everything. Good for you. Like, right. You, you, oh, that was a $20,000 trip. You know what? I went to Disney, but granted I went to downtown Disney. I didn't go to the theme parks, but like, I did my trip for, I don't know, my flight cost me, you know, like that was a $1,300 trip for my wife and I for an entire week. Yeah. If I would have went to Disney, okay. It would have cost me an extra 300 bucks for the tickets or whatever. But like, I don't, I don't need these because for me going to Mexico and seeing the views like that's like, I don't need to stay at the high end resort. I don't need to stay at, at this, you know, I could pay 600 bucks or I can pay 1600 bucks. What's the difference between a thousand bucks? Oh, I get a, quote unquote nicer place. I don't know, but like to me, it's like I laid my head on a pillow. I don't really care. Um, I still have like, I still have that same memory. Like if, if I were to talk to, you know, you haven't been, if I were to talk to another friend that's, you yep. know, I have, I have a guy, I have a buddy that used to go and he stayed at all the high end places. Yeah. We stayed at this resort and Oh, what an amazing thing. And like, it's funny because when we talked, we both sounded like we did the exact same thing. His was just, Oh, the resort was just, and I was like, the mountains there and did you see the water and we took the boat trip across and he goes yeah we sit in the resort and i'm like oh we took downtown to the medicon we did this and he's like yeah we you know we went to the medicon but then we went back to the resort and, and i was like yeah we like traveled the town. you know it was just like we both had one of the best experiences of our lives right but mine just cost cheaper like it didn't matter to me like well and again we, I, we talked about our journeys last week yeah and and you love going to mexico because it's cheap no, I love going to Mexico now because it's beautiful and it's cheap. I mean, there's... correct. I love going to Hawaii because it's beautiful. Yes. but it's not cheap. It's not cheap, right? It's expensive. It's, I, when when we went in 2012, I spent somewhere between seven and eight thousand dollars on that trip. Yeah, 
all all included for all three of us. Right, and I could have done like three trips for that. Right. Right. To different countries. Correct. <laughs> you know, I mean, three different trips. Yeah. You know, and, that's, and I mean, again, when I'm on vacation, I'm just like you are. You do what you want well, when you want. It doesn't matter what it costs. Yep. I, I, Don and I got into a fight second day there. You know, which is really your first full day. Sure. Because Caitlin wanted to buy a pearl. Yeah. And I let her. And Don just freaking flipped. Yeah. We had a, we fought for like three hours because of it. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm on vacation. We do whatever the hell we want on vacation. Yep. That's, you know, that's it. Like. You know, you're not going to get that. It's not like you're getting that opportunity every day, right? And sure, there's things that you look back at and go, "Oh, that was a stupid purchase," right? Like we don't, we don't make stupid purchases, right? It's not like I'm buying, I don't know, a hundred thousand dollar purse while I'm there, going, "Oh, I'm on vacation," you know? Like, right. I brought it back. No, like, sure, I bought a five dollar shoulder backpack. At, you know, I was like, "Oh, it, yeah, it sits on my shelf," and I used it for a diaper bag. You know, what I mean, like. That's uh that's, we we wanted t-shirts. You can go on Waikiki Beach and you can buy six t-shirts for twenty bucks. Perfect. And I didn't know anything was that cheap. In oh yeah, oh absolutely. And I, I told Caitlin, I'm like, pick out six t-shirts you like. You get six of them. Yep. Twenty bucks. That's exactly it. I mean, they have three ABCs on every block. Sure. And you know, for anybody that has not been to Hawaii, ABC is like Walgreens but way smaller. Oh sure. So I mean, they have like an ABC warehouse. No, it's not ABC warehouse, but it, it it's basically just a little, you know, almost like drugstore. But they have souvenirs and crap. Sure. And they have at least three on every block, and they all have the same shit. But you have to go in every ABC if you are in Waikiki, and they have like 150 in Waikiki, which Waikiki for anybody that does not know is like a mile and a quarter long. <laughs> They're just, they're just They're just all over. You know, so, and, but the fact is, is like, right, like, when we talk about trips and we talk about this stuff, we didn't take away from paying ourselves first. We didn't take away from our wealth. We didn't take away, right? We're not telling you people not to do these things. We're telling you to set your future up and then live your life, right? Like, it's really, when you put it that way, it's just, it's make sure you're set for the rest of your life. And then live off of what you what you have. Well, you have to sit down and set those goals for what you want. Yes. So, you know, for me, I'm 43, yep. which, you know, way older than you. So I'm sitting here going, okay, well, I'm, I'd like to retire by the time I'm 60, which is, you know, another 17 years. Sure. You know, 16 by the time we hit this summer. Um, not that I'm going to quit my job at that point, because, again, I, if I still like my job and I want to work from home, I'm going to keep doing that. Oh, yeah. But I want to have the ability to say, hey, I don't want to work for the next week and a half. See, Bye. Well, that's, you know, like that's huge, right? Like, Yeah, you want to be able to sit down and make that list of this is what I want to do. Yeah. So, like, we look at this summer. Don and I have said before. So, you know, I have not taken a vacation since 2012, which is nine years ago. Sure. And, you know, we've been living in the pandemic the last year. Yeah. And her and I both looked at our numbers you and were like, "You guys have had a couple of vacation planned because you tried." Yeah. We did, and it just kind of fell through. Yeah, pandemic. We were supposed to do Vegas last February, and we decided, "Hey, it's going to be cold. Let's let's postpone that. We'll go on a cruise in October, and then yeah. pandemic." So we have a cruise planned for later this year, October of this year. Hopefully that that happens. Yep. 
And, you know, at that point, it's not even just me and Dawn. It's Caitlin's going. My buddy, you know, Mike, who joins us here, is going. Yep. Um, but we're looking at, you know, numbers and, and where we make money at break room therapy and where we don't. And the worst week we have here, you know, for the two years we've been open has been consistent. Yeah. Fourth of July week. Oh, sure. Because people aren't staying in Grand Rapids. They're going somewhere else. Sure. And you're not big enough known worldwide that people are coming here for work. Right. People are not coming to Grand Rapids going, oh, my God, I got to go to break room therapy. Sure. So if we shut down for that week, we know we're not losing that much revenue. Sure. And her her and I are like, okay, well, what might we want to do? And, of course, she loves going to Baltimore to see her aunt. So we're talking about maybe we'll drive to Baltimore to see your aunt. And, and of course, of baseball I'm a, games. We're, we're looking on the way, and I'm like, you know, maybe we could stop at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, and maybe that night we could go to an Indians game. Yeah. And then, you know, the next day we drive to Baltimore, and we stay in Baltimore a couple days, and then we start driving back, and Pittsburgh's home at that point. Maybe we stop in Pittsburgh and yep. watch a Pirates game. Yep. And then maybe we stop at Canton to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and then we come home. Yeah. And to me, that's a great week. Yep. Well, that's you know, and that, that like when you look at it, um, when when you look at it, it's it's exactly it. Like, hey, you know, when we went to Seattle slash Kansas City a couple years back, right? We had her family, we met her family and stuff, and we're like, hey, we're going to a, a Royals game. Do you guys want to go? And they're like, oh, yeah, they're huge Royals fans. Oh, absolutely. So like, beautiful ballpark. Dude, instantly, I was like, hey, I want front row like these seats here like and so we got you know the exact seats we wanted and we paid a few hundred dollars for everybody to get there and you know we had dude I, it's like this is how much this is how much memories are like i don't yeah. sure do i remember the money but like i know that it was quite a bit for tickets but like i nachos out of a fucking helmet yeah. i drank beers like i can tell you everything i did i watched moustakis freaking jack one right and i'm just like I can tell you about this game. I can tell you what the, the memory is. Okay. the Like, I couldn't tell you how much the nachos were. Like, if I had to guess, I'm sitting here like, I don't know, 16 bucks, right? But, like, the fact is, is I I made the memory, and for you and I, like, baseball is a big thing. Well, like, again, so anybody that's joining us, anybody that listens to this later, Saturday yeah. is our big baseball episode. Yeah, huge. Because we're, we're going to call it huge. It, it is huge because we're getting we sponsored are. and we're big We guys. are getting sponsored. And by the way, we're not getting peanut butter porter. I guess they don't have that, so we have to pick something else. Suck it. I mean, great. Uh, thank you. No. Either way. But so, of course, you know, we're sitting there and and we can we talked about this in the episode with David Seawick, the professor. Yeah. And uh, my first baseball game I ever went to was the Tigers-Yankees game. Tommy John yep. won 9 nothing over Eric King. But – you know, we can sit there and look at first baseball games. I remember my first game at Wrigley Field. Mm-hmm. It was 1989. Sandberg and Dawson went over the fence. Nice. Sandberg was something crazy that week, like four home runs <laughs> in five days or something. Jeez. So, I mean, you know, I remember all of these things because your first, you always remember your first yep. if you're old enough to. Like, I don't think Caitlin remembers her first game. She was five, almost six. Sure. So she probably has no recollection. Yeah, see. But she remembers, you know, the first game in 2007 she went to because at that point she's 12 years old. Sure. Well, you know, and I like I'll I'll remember so many of my Tigers games, right? I mean, we I'll remember the time uh uh the Triple Crown winner. 
friggin' hits a foul ball, and I just put on suntan lotion. Excuses after, and it goes straight through these two fingers, right? Yep. And uh, I said, I just lost a triple crown ball. <laughs> you know, so um, I met him. The, 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 say, I think everybody has now. Um, I met him in the clubhouse. Well, no, because I was there for for Star Wars night. Oh, and I, I'm in a room, you know, getting my crap together, and and he walked into the room, and he's like, "Hey," and I went, "Hey." <laughs> And then he turned out and he walked away, and I'm like, that was Mickey Cabrera. That's fine. Nice. Um, you know, and, and when you look at it, when you look at it, it's it's the memories that you make. And right, but so like, and that, that's your why. Like some people aren't even into sports, right? But they're they're into their family. And you got the you got the older grandparents out there. I want to pay for my kids' college fund, and I want uh, a cabin on the lake, and you know, I want to to retire. And it's like, all right, let's put those things in order. Like, what ones do you? Which ones do you want first? You know, which ones are the most important to you? And it's, you know what, like, if the cabin of the lake gives you the memories for your grandkids or whatever for getting through life and you can't pay for the college, are you okay with that, right? Like, then then you change your order. But it's like, we can get you what you want. You just have to understand what you want and why you want it, right? Because, I mean, like my grandparents, right, they wanted things for themselves, but we used the things. And that was, you know, their biggest why was, their family. I mean, that was huge. So, you know, one of my favorite shows is Parks and Rec. Yes. And I'm, you know, so Mikey always says, you know, when, when you look at Parks and Rec, you can figure out who him, Benson, and I are. Sure. So Benson is Ron because they both love bacon. And they're both libertarians. <laughs> Give me all of your bacon. All of your bacon and eggs. And eggs. Um, I'm Ben because. How much do you want? All of it. <laughs> when I say all of it, you're thinking. I want a lot of bacon and eggs. <laughs> That's not true. I want all of them. I'm, I'm a Ben because I love numbers, and he's Andy because he's an idiot. That's true. Say Mikey is Andy. That's true. So, I mean, you know, I, I remember Ben got pissed in an episode because his parents sold some lake house. Sure. And when he got down to it, the, the thing that pissed him off was he couldn't give his kids the same memories he had at that lake house as what he had. Yeah. And I mean, you know, when we're sitting there looking at stuff, you know, that that's important to people. Those memories are important. Like my house in Plainwell, you've been there. Oh, yeah. I, I love my house in Plainwell. My wife and daughter have zero attachment to it. They couldn't care less about it. When I drop down, they're selling that place. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. But to me, it means a lot. I, You know, if, if Caitlin has kids some days, I want them to be able to go to that house and have a good time. Yeah. Because... That's where I was every summer. I was in the pool or I was thrown off the pitch back or I was thrown off the side of the house or, you know, I was I was in the house watching a game and then Harry went on the radio and now I go outside to listen to the game and then Harry gets off the radio, goes back to the TV, I go back inside and then Ernie's on later. It was always for me about that house. Yep. Well, you know, and I think everybody has that. Like, you know, most people don't move, or, you know, most people, what is it? They stay in their house for, I think it's an average of seven years. Well, now it's gone down, I think, to like five and a half, um, right? And you, that's how long you stay in the house. Yeah. But, um, you know, back then, right, people stayed. I mean, your your mom still has the same house, right? Like, yeah. My, my mom, grandma bought that in 1972. I mean, I'm 32. My mom's been in her house for 31 and a half years. Yeah. So like, um, my grandparents, like, literally the same house. My my wife's grandparents, they were in one house and then they bought a brand new build. And, like, they were in that house for 50-some years. Like, right? Well, even your house. How long has your wife lived in your house? 
Uh, I mean, her parents only not not long, so like. But it's still longer than you have lived in your house. That's correct. Yeah, because it was her parents' house. Yep, and so, um, you know, when you, you know, and so she likes it, right? But like, I, I couldn't. I couldn't care less about it, the house, It's right? just like, the house to you. Yeah, 100%. Like, and, you know, it's because we went up to we went up to a, a friend of ours cabin up in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, oh, man, I could, I would love being here. And my wife's like, I could never live here, right? And then we were we were down in East Grand Rapids or, you know, East Town or whatever it is. And uh, there's a house there. And she's like, oh, I want to live here. And I'm like, I could never live here, right? And she's like, you know, we, we really are in the neighborhood we're supposed to be in, aren't we? And I was like, it's the happy medium, right? Like, nope. I don't have to go. Like, I have enough space to where I don't have to see my neighbor. You know, as, I love my neighbor. My neighbors, that's fine. Um, but, like, we're, we're not on top of each other. Like, you know, and, and my wife gets the, she gets that, like, interaction and she's on the Facebook group. She's on everything. Yeah. Um, you know, like I want to interact with, you know, my wife, she's the kind of person who's like, I don't want to talk to people, but like, she's like the most, like, she's so, she's so, she really is social. I mean, not as social, like as I am, but like, she really gets into like things and she wants to develop and grow. And I'm just yeah. like, my wife's that way too. I don't yeah. want to talk to nobody. Like, you know, but like I do, but it's probably not about the same things you want to talk about. Like I won't bite on your stupid, Oh, we need to, we need to go get another library and we need to do this. And I'm like, no, the library that we have is plenty fine. Like, does it, does it have books in it? Yes. Does it hold those books? Yes. Does it need fixed? Well, we could use updating. So everything's fine. Yep. Okay. Sounds like it's doing its job. Well, yeah, well what, what about a game room? What would be a game room? And I'm like, you have a kitchen table? It's a fucking game room. <laughs> like, right? Well, yeah. I mean, we look at it. So like everybody in my neighborhood, looks at my wife and they're like man she's the outspoken one yeah yeah she is because she'll talk to you yeah i'm not you can walk by and say hi to me and i'm probably not saying hi back because i don't want to talk to you yeah. and i don't know you and i'm not going to which is weird because you know i i guess i'll spark up with my neighbors but like in my own little community right i am very quiet and reserved which is weird for me um because like people will walk by right and i guess i'll wave but I won't say hey and try to get to like, you know, it took me, it took me forever to figure out like to know my neighbor, like, and now like we're good friends and stuff like that. But like, really, I guess because like those people are so close, let's say like, I, I don't need you knowing about me. I don't need to know about you. Like I, you know, I, I want to, you know, I want to make sure that we're getting along, but otherwise really like, I just see that you're walking. I, I don't need to, you know, I, I don't need to have you tell me, oh, I just bought a new Corvette. Oh, I got a new riding lawnmower. And I'll be like, yeah, mine's still working. <laughs> you know? Hey, when are you guys going to get that trash out of your yard? I don't know. When you give me a case of beer for Like, somebody just posted that they're looking to get a free trailer or this and that. And I was like, I'm not giving these a free, but take a case of beer for it. And he goes, whatever you want. And I'm like, I'm about to give this guy a free trailer because I don't want to fix it. And it doesn't mean shit to me. Like, right. sure, I'll lose a bunch of money, but whatever. I don't really care. But... I'm at this point of, like, honestly, I don't need to pay attention to what you buy, right? I give my neighbor crap because he buys stuff all the time, and it's funny to me. Um, you know, he just got a hot tub, and I make fun of him. I'm like, oh, you know, rich, fancy people. And he'll be like, oh, you got a pool. And I was like, bought it. I was like, 
if you would have got the discount I got in that pool, I was like, literally, I almost got a free house with the purchase of pool. <laughs> like, that's really well, weird. I know you. You would get rid of that pool in a heartbeat. Oh, man. you Somebody comes and says, hey, I'll fill it in for free. I'll be like, yours? No, my wife would kill me, but like, oh, all day. I'll kill you, too. Yeah. Because so I enjoy swimming in that pool every summer. And that tells you how much I care about you. I, you, I you don't. don't. I, I know. Don't. It's okay. Like, you, you enjoying my pool? I enjoy the fact that you enjoy my pool, but honestly, it wouldn't change my life if I didn't have the pool and I, you didn't enjoy the pool. I'll bring some hot dogs. See? I mean... All right, but like, and some beer. I mean, now we're talking. Now I might keep the pool for a day, but like for a day, I'll get a kiddie pool. You can come sit in the kiddie pool. Like, I want the kiddie pool. I like the big pool. You know, but anyway, so like when we talk, when we talk, when we talk wealth, right? Like you get back to, you get back to the fact that wealth is, is something, you know. Everybody tells you, you know, you can't make money easy, right? And it's like, man, it's, it's kind of a lie. Okay, you, you have to work. Well, I think that's that's the other point, right? I know I didn't explain the last one, but like that's the other point is, is we're so trained. Go to work every day, yep. work hard, get a paycheck. You know, that's how you make money. Now, when you invest your money, like, and you yourself do it, you're not working hard. Like, you don't think, sure, you know, you work hard for that five minutes it takes you to set it up. But like, really, it's just that simple. It's funny because... It bugs me so much that that we'll watch we'll watch infomercials that's yeah. right like just set it and forget it you yeah. can cook yeah. this chicken it's good and you guys will go buy this fucking chicken and like you know this thing that cooks chicken because I could set it and forget it and not have to worry about it you can do the same with your damn money like just go do it put your money out there set it forget it let it grow you know remember your username and password right that's the biggest thing yeah but people aren't looking at it that way they're not sitting there going hey if i just you know throw an extra ten dollars a month here yeah. or ten dollars a paycheck a week, yeah, here so. it's it's gonna you know grow exponentially for the next 20 years and and maybe i won't have to work as long yeah we, they're not thinking about that oh god no because we go back to the chicken right correct oh i said and forget it and it takes me 19 minutes and it's done they okay. want that instant gratification of i can have it today yeah you know, but and, and you know, I know how we can be rich. Like, okay, we shouldn't talk about this on the air, but we're going to right here, right now. Because that's what we do. Yes. Okay. So what we need to do is we need to have instant gratification of like day trading type thing. Yeah. So like, put we're we're gonna create an app where you throw money into, and we show you your gains every minute type. So that way you can see your instant gratification, right? You'll see your negatives, and that'll eat you alive. But you'll learn that hey, it's gonna go up, it's going up, and you know we'll send you lovely reminders every day of a text that says. Just remember, kid, this is going to go far. Hey, you're doing great, sport. Yeah. Hey, you know, I say, go get your old man a beer that you just paid for with this interest, right? Like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be the greatest app we've ever created. Uh, this is brought to you by Bucks and Brews. Uh, it's going to be an app that's going to come out someday. Um, that way people can have instant gratification. Because, 9.95 a month. Yep. I mean, this is going to be great. 9.95 a month, and you invest 10 bucks, and we'll give you your first penny so that way you can see your instant gratification. Correct. This is perfect. Yep, I like it. So, and again, I mean, when we look at this stuff, nobody is willing to play that long game. And that's what kills me is they don't want to play the long game. Yeah. It takes time to make money. It takes time. It literally takes time to do anything worth doing. Well, it takes time. It, when you say it takes time to do money, like to make money. Okay. Nobody pays you up front. No. To make money. Okay. So like my, when I had a nine to five job or yep. whatever, I punched in. Once I punched out, a week later I got paid. Or two weeks, depending on the job. Right. Like, you know, but like, even if I quit, even if I quit 30 minutes in, they owe me for that 30 minutes. I had to work that 30 minutes to get paid. Like, it wasn't like, 
hey, pay me and I'll work the 30 minutes, right? What I, th I think the people that really know how to generate wealth are the ones that can sit there and say, okay, I make X number of dollars yep. and I'm going to go out to lunch today because I love to eat lunch. So like one of the people I'm texting right now is her son's the one that's going to come on with us and he made, you know, all this money and, and spent it he on. He didn't make money. He's a bum. He spent it on breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Tell him he's yeah. a bum. No. So, I mean, you know, when you look at it, you're like, okay, I make, let's say, $20 an hour. Yep. And I decide I'm going to go to lunch today and it's going to cost me $15. It's five bucks an hour. Or that's three quarters of one hour of your work. Yeah. And when you can start breaking things down that way and say, okay, like with me, I like to buy autographs. Yeah. Okay. And when I look at it, I'm like, man, that, that autograph is going to cost me three hours of work. Yeah. Do I really want it for three hours? And and maybe the answer is yes, absolutely I do. Yeah. But if I look at a different one and go, man, that's going to cost me 15 hours of work. Do I want to spend 15 hours of work to get that? Maybe I don't. Right. Well, you know, and I, you know, I think we look at it different when we when we're looking at that is so I look at things, you know, so we have three eight hour blocks, right? And let's assume that you're the person that needs eight hours of sleep. So you sleep for eight. You lit, you know, you work nine to five, which is eight hours, right? So you have another eight hours, yep. right? Now, how quick can you go spend a paycheck? I mean, literally, I could spend it in two minutes. Okay, right. So like now, what are you going to do for the other seven hours and 58 minutes, right? So, you know, the idea is just to gain that amount of money to where you don't need to worry about how many hours it is because guess what you're out earning those hours right yep. like you're you're beating those hours completely and you know so and, and we talk if you live within your means not even below your means right within your means get the house that's you know cheaper you know live in the smaller house like if you don't take these extravagant things if you don't do this like you're still going to be able to do all of it you just don't have to do it in a lavish life i drive a 2010 scion xb is it the, I mean, it's cool. It sticks it's out. It's purple. I like it. It sticks out, right? But like, is it the most amazing seven series BMW or, you know, Rolls Royce or Bugatti or like whatever? No, like, right. But it gets me from A to B and okay. Yeah. It's got some awesomeness to it. Cause I think it does. Um, I think, I think we look at it and just say, Hey, you know what? Someday I'll be able to go. I mean, that's the car I want. So They'll be able to buy all all 2,000 have ever been created unless they got totaled. Um, you know, like forever I could drive the same car. Yeah. Um, and I don't have to worry about that amount of money. Um, you know, when you're used to making, say, $40,000 a year, $30,000 a year, okay, and you put your $100 away, which is a lot of money making that kind of money, right? So you're making, instead of 600 a week, you're making 500 a week, okay? Because what, 1200 1200 every two weeks is like $32,000 a year, right? Um, now, if you live off of less than that, okay, so you put it away. When you get to a million dollars, you're at $40,000 a year, right? And you can get to that point, you know, if you're 18 years old and you're making that money, dude, by the time you're, by the time you're 50, 55, whatever it is, you're going to have a million bucks. You're going to be making $40,000 a year just in interest. Yep. And you're so used to living off of 30. And by the time you get up there, sure, you're making 
I don't care, 40,000 a year, but you've just replaced it completely. And guess what? Now, now at 50 years old, guess what you're doing? You don't have to, you can do whatever the hell you want. Like you could do the same thing that you do every day, but now you choose what you do. Now you get the opportunity to say, Hey, like when I took this current position type thing, right? My, my three demands were, I get to wear sandals whenever I feel like, okay. I want unlimited vacation, right? Yep. I don't, and, and I don't abuse vacation, right? Like, Sure, I'll, I'll try to take a early Friday or whatever, but like, I just don't. But like, you know, if I want six weeks, you know, one week, one week every two months or whatever, or three weeks off, like, okay, like, great. Like, I'm planning to go to Europe in the next, I mean, my daughter's five. My hope is in five years, like, so that way she understands it and gets it. Yep. So, right, like, we're going to go away for the summer and we're going to go to Europe for three weeks, right? Like, so the rule was I get the vacation I want, right? And my third demand is literally, I don't answer to anybody, right? Like, hey, I make, yes, I have to live by the rules, but I understand the rules because I am a landlord, right? Like, and the, okay, I trust you. Like, right? Like, if we have any problems, I handle them in this specific way. If you have any problems, you have to come directly to me. Okay, I can do that. Because guess what? Like, there's never going to be questions, right? Like, it's not a thing. Well, and again, when we're looking at generating wealth, so like, you know, this time of the year is raise time where I work. It must be nice. It, at the end of the day, I got a 3% raise. And where'd that 3% go? What? Most of it goes to taxes. You know. All of it goes to taxes. Most. Most. So, again, when I look at it, we're talking about a, approximately $70 a paycheck. Right. Before taxes. Sure. So after taxes, 50 bucks? Sure. Where'd that 50 bucks go? If I'm smart, which nope. I am, yeah. I'm living off of whatever I used to make. Sure. And that $50 just goes into some investment somewhere. I and, I, and I think, I think now I'm going to talk to non-David, but very smart person. Okay. okay. So okay. David, things are a little tight because you've been investing yep. like crazy. And I, I respect the fact that you're doing that. I respect you for for putting 15 to 25% away. Yep. Dude, you're doing great. Give yourself a $10 a, a, you said paycheck, 70 bucks a paycheck. Yeah, so about $50 take home. So give yourself an extra 10 bucks, take okay. your, take yourself yep. out, have fun. I want that $40. So I want 80% of that to yep. go into investments. And yep. you're going to go, "Man, I just bought myself two beers at the bar. I just bought myself not one of Nick subs uh a week, but um, Half a Nick sub a week. Jesus, you know, no, it's two bucks off to get the sub, so it's still been thirteen bucks. Jesus, but um, I, I don't need it at that place because it's way too expensive. Yeah, say it is. I, I go there like once every six months. I coach this. Guy. Um, but so the fact is, is like, right? I'm gonna tell you, dude. Give yourself, dude. Yeah. Congratulate yourself. Say, hey, I, I've earned it. I, I've devoted my time to this. This is what I do. And then, but, but make sure you reinvest in yourself. And dude, honestly, again, as we said. 80%, right? So $40, 80%, you're you're giving yourself an 80% pay raise. Yep. And you're living you're you're getting 20% of that amount of money and so you're you're doing fine like okay, so you again, we just talked about two th- if you're not a beer drinker. Sure, but like I don't care like you just bought yourself a baseball two baseball card packs, right? Like 
Well, yeah, tell, tell me, we, talk, we talked about it at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. You know, I, I caught crap from Mike and Mikey because I, I bought a case of Miller Lite. Yeah. Now, I'm not a Miller Lite fan, but... Because you should be a Bud Light fan. Bud Light's so much worse. Uh, no, Miller Lite and Coors Light, way better. But either way, I mean, that's not my beer of choice. Mm-hmm. But if I'm looking to save a little bit of money... Oh, yeah. I'll drink a Miller Lite. I'll drink a Coors Light. I don't care because it's cheaper. I can buy 24 of those for the same price that I can buy six of Rourke Brewing Company's uh, French Toast Double Dog Oatmeal Stout. Yeah, and it's nothing against Rourke. I mean, they put their time, their effort. Their their beer is awesome. You know, I say like one thing about microbrews is we don't. You know, I mean, they like look at the men. Okay, we brought them out. Love the men. Which we gotta get them as a sponsor. We, Um, We do. But Cracker Jack. Oh, yeah, penis cracker. Penis would be great. But like, you know, so we look at them and dude, how many pizzas do they give for during COVID? How oh my much, god, so how, bad. How much do they do for the community, right? They do so much charity work, it's unreal. It's insane, right? But like no, you like what's the last thing you've seen Budweiser sponsor? NASCAR? No, I don't think they have beer or tobacco. Yeah, but don't don't they still sponsor like Dale Jarrett? I don't think there's beer or tobacco on any cars. Oh, boom. Right, but like, what, if I know. So I mean, okay, so they pulled their their ads at the Super Bowl. So okay, so they sponsored the Super Bowl. I'll give you that. I mean, no, they, they didn't they, do it this, this year. year. They didn't, sure, because out of respect or whatever. But like, um, I mean, you look at you look at okay, and, oh, we only give to big big things, and it's like, man, like the the mom and pop shops, those are the things like that impact you. Right? Yeah. I mean, yes, without large corporations, we wouldn't have things, but without small corporations giving back as much as we did you know as well as i do so you know i'm a small business owner yep every dollar that's spent here stays here it stays in this community because i you know i employ x number of people here so they're spending their money here i'm spending my money here but you're taking you're taking let's say 10 percent. you're gonna go on vacation you know so you i would say five percent yeah but again when's the last time i took a vacation right but you know i mean you know, I can't say all my money stays here, you know, but I'm saying like, but a good majority. Oh yeah. Right. Like 95% of it, like, um, would stay here. Okay. So, you know, I, my wife, sure. She's an Amazon person myself, not so much. Um, and she, you know, she buys an Amazon, so yep. her, money, her money goes there. But the fact is, is you look at, you look at these, this was a huge thing for me. Okay. So my wife and I are watching more TV when our daughter goes to bed. Okay. So we, we, again, we don't have an internet or cable, but we have, you know, borrowed uh, Hulu or Netflix or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're watching. You know, you get free Hulu with our phones. Yeah, we, that's how we get it. We get our free Hulu with our phone. That's what it is. We don't share. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, so that being said, so I was watching this cooking show and it was like uh, Chefs Around the World or whatever. Okay. Which, I think it's called Final Table. It was a fantastic show. But so we, there's a guy who owns, uh, he's a three Michelin star down in Chicago, which we okay. want to go to. And it's like 300 to $400 per sitting. And, uh, you know, I looked up his net worth, right? And I was like, man, three Michelin stars, this guy's got to be killing it, right? His net worth is $700,000. <laughs> he's one of the top chefs in the Yeah, he's market. not killing it. Right, like, no, like, three Michelin stars, you would think. Okay, so, I mean. Granted, I look up, you know, Rachel Ray's like seventh highest paid at like right. 60 million bucks. But I was sitting here going, holy cow. Okay. So like you could be the best in what you do. So like now, right. That just tells me he's not, in, I mean, he, okay. He, he's running his business and doing whatever, yep. but like 
He's not investing in other things, or he's the mitten and giving away a lot money. of it. But I've yeah. never once heard his company giving away anything. And when you Google him, it doesn't show that he's giving. No, like, hey, he sponsored this, this, this. Like, you know, when you look at the mitten brewing, man, it just pops up for like, hey, this, this, this. You know, for all the things that they're they're doing. Well, um, I, I will say it again. And if the mitten's listening, I, I think the next uh, beer me podcast duo with Bucks and Brews needs to be at the mitten. Yep. And I think they should sponsor that and give us, you know, a, at least a beer each. Yeah, let's. Oh, I mean, even if we go there and pay our own beers like we did last. I'm okay time, with that. Say, give us some space and let us let us have fun. Yeah. Um, I might be able to set that up. I I, I know a brewer there, so. Um, I I have a mug there now. We have a mug club member, and I know a brewer. I think we can make this happen. So, uh, we would like to collaborate with uh, Beer Me. Uh, again. Love Beer Me. They're good guys. Um, Very good guys. You know, I think. You know, I think it's just it, it, it bugs me how easy because like right and I think that's the hard part is nobody believes how easy it actually is because nothing in life is free, nothing in life is easy is what people say. But you're right. It's you know, because when you said it, it's not easy. Why? Because you're working your ass off 40, 50, 60 hours a week, and there's people listening going, I work 90. Good for you. Like, dude, you're working 90 hours a week for what? Like just to get by, like because you have a BMW seven series. I mean well, we talk about it. I, you know, losing weight is easy, sure. and we're both fat guys. We like to eat. We yeah. like to drink. Yeah, I see. So we're not losing any weight anytime soon because we like to eat. And we like to drink. Yeah, we don't do the easy. Not everybody does the easy thing in life. Correct. It, it would be much easier to just eat a salad every day. Yeah. And and not drink beer. Yeah, I mean, right? Because I would know what I eat every day, and I know what I drink every day. Water and, I mean, but you know. And, and and that's the thing. It's it's boring, right? Like it, it's the same with money. Money is so fucking boring. Like when you think about it, it's so boring, right? Like you just sit there. Spending it can be fun. Oh, very much. But watching it grow, it's boring as hell. I mean, like I honestly, so like in my accounts, I get excited to go to like the next. You know, started out as getting to a thousand. It started yep. out as getting to like my first ten thousand. It started by getting to my first, you know, bigger numbers and stuff. And so like, you know, I remember I remember having times where it was like. Yeah, I'd be close to getting 10,000 and I'm 2,500 away going. I instantly, I just hit super mode and I'm like everything. And I tell, yeah. I tell my wife, I'm like, Courtney, we're like, no, I'm getting this. And we she, can't spend money. Yeah. And, and like just hungry and boom, I get it. And like, when I talk about unfulfilled, right? Like, it's not like I felt unfulfilled. I was like, I was very proud of myself for a day or two or three yeah. maybe. And I was like, cool. And then I looked at it and I was like, what the hell am I going to do with 10 K? Yeah. All right, cool. Great. Like, and then, you know, like by the time I got over being proud of it, like my numbers are probably at like 14,000 bucks, right? Yeah. Let's say. And I'm like, that's not even a fun number. Like, all right, now I got to eat 25, yeah. right? Like I'm sitting here going, all right, you know, and, and so like I have to set new goals. So like, I don't set my goals high enough, but like when you set unattainable goals or what you think, that's the whole thing is like, honestly, I know I can get to 10 million bucks, right? I know how to do it. I know everything. And I'm just like, all right, honestly, when you think about this, the strategy, it's, so boring, right? Set my money, forget it and go. Like I love the chase of real estate. I really do. There's deals where it's like, oh, I just want to chase it down and do it. But money is so boring. I mean, really, it, what? it what you do with it is amazing. What it actually does to get there, it's it's mindless work, right? I mean, honestly, my three-year-old can do it. Why? Because I hand her like it, this is what blows my mind. Okay, so she's five, right? Yeah. And I want to know how I know my my kid is going to be successful. Because I hand her money and what does she do? Runs to her piggy bank, throws it in there. So yes, okay, you want to talk about how it's not hard work? 
okay, people that are making cash jobs, people that are not getting direct deposit. So it takes you work to go to the bank and put it in the bank and not take that cash out, right? That's the biggest key. Don't take the money out. So like instantly go to the bank, transfer money over to here, set up another account. Yeah, okay, that all takes time. I was just at the bank yesterday or whatever it was. And I was like, I was talking about things and I was like, hey, I need, I need checks. I need this. I need that. I need that. And I'm like, ah, oh, like Steve, I love you and I love coming here. But man, like I really hate coming here, you know? When we look at it, so like, you know, we, we talked about it on the our journey thing. So, you know, your big thing was the Sega. Yeah. My big thing was, you know, the first gaming system I had was an Atari 2800. Yeah. And I'm a gamer from way back. I look at money as a video game. Sure. So every time I'm looking at it, I'm like, all right, well, if I make this move, this move, and this move, it'll equal this over here. Have you... Have you ever played Clash of Clans by chance? I have not. Do you know what it is? I do. Okay. So, like, in there you get gold, you know, elixir and and whatever, and gems. Okay. Yeah. So, I, I posted my clan, and I, like, to tell you how much of a saver I am, okay? Yep. On this game, I have 38,000 gems, okay? Which, honestly, when you look at it, it's a total of, like, $250 in, in, if I were to have to go buy them. Right. And they're like, well, how'd you get that? And I was like... I don't spend my gems. Why wouldn't you spend your gems? And I was like, eh, I don't know. I just save them. Like, because I, I just, I let the time go. I build it. I do whatever. Like yeah. there's no point in me rushing it because rushing it, all it does is get to the end of the game or it does this. And like, okay, when I play like first person shooters, I want to get to the end of the game. I want to beat it. But yeah. like, I don't spend the money to get there. Like I'll take three times to try that level. You know, there's a point where if I have to start all the way over and I'm on level 12, like, I'm not, you know, like I'm not, I'm, I'm going to spend the gem. I'm going to yeah. waste the, the free life. I'm going to do whatever. But like, really, like I, I have $250,000 worth of gem. Just say because I'm a saver, right? Like when I, when I play, when I play like Greg Hastings paintball from back in the day, yeah. like, okay. So you start out with like a Tipman A5 paintball gun and like the highest you can get was like, I don't know, a, a Bob Long Intimidator or a Smart Parts uh, Shocker. Yep. And it was like, you can get all this stuff along the way. You can get like hoppers and you can do whatever. And like, there's a couple levels where they make you have to like upgrade because otherwise you won't beat it. But like I build up everything or I go back and I go back and replay all these levels just to build up enough money just so I have that end, right? Because I'm an end result kind yeah. of guy. I really like, I will go replay all these or I'll save so much just to get to that final because, you know, and they're like, why don't you say, honestly, how, how do I know they're not going to come up with an update that's like, hey. 20,000 gems and you just have this and like, you know, it's going to cost 200 bucks for everybody else. And I'm like, here you go. Like I officially have something, you know, like I have that and I have the end goal. Like I, how do you play video games? I, you know what? I'm the same way. So like Grand Theft Auto is a good, good example. Yeah, yeah. So in Grand Theft Auto, I'm never buying the most expensive guns. Yeah. I'm buying what will get me to the goal I need to get to, which is usually a cheaper gun with a whole lot of ammo. Yeah. That way I can just sit there and shoot and shoot and shoot. Yeah, but your but your bank account still got. My money. bank account is still yeah. like I'll, I'll buy twenty grenades, yep. sure, because I want to launch a grenade every now and then and blow a whole bunch of crap up. Yep. But otherwise, you know, I'm I'm gonna keep a pistol or I'm gonna keep you know a submachine gun and I'm gonna shoot those. Yep. Because I'm not interested in the Uzi that's expensive and doesn't hit shit anyways. Right, and and you know, so that's and I think that's a funny thing. So like. Parents, uh, you know, we should do we should do an episode on that with like kids. If you want to teach yourself about money, like play video games, 
and understand that understand that like hey if you save you're going to get something better later that'll help you and yep. you don't you don't have to re-go back and do this like because if you have to double back to do things it takes you longer to get there if you were to just save and do things the, the slow way right in the end you're ready for it like here we go your game yep. keeps going now you watch your buddy and it's funny right because like i my friends i mean I have a buddy on there who, like, he plays all the time, and he's, you know, maxing out and doing – and he, all of his gems are gone, and, and I'm just like – and then the upgrade comes, and he's on there, and I'm like, I don't know. I've been playing three years less than him, and I'm not far behind, and I'm sitting here going, I'm, are you enjoying the game? Yes. Am I enjoying the game? Yes. Like, and I know about his personal life, right? Like, they refinance, paid off a bunch of debt, and they're going back into debt. Like, I'm not saying negatives, but I'm just saying, like, when you look at how you, even in video games, like how you do them, oh, yeah. teaches you a lot about how you how you invest money, man. Well, yeah, I, I'm very conservative when it comes to spending fake money. Yeah. And I'm also very conservative when it comes to spending real, real money. money. Well, it's, you know, we 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 bring up. So we talked about our financial, but like when I was a kid, my parents would give us a dollar, right? Yeah. And we I'd walk up to the truck stop, and uh, you know, my I had I had two brothers, right? And uh, two brothers and a sister. And so my one brother, he'd grab, you know, he'd grab a, back then pop was cheap, right? So I think he'd grab like a Shasta and, and a, a candy or whatever. And he'd, all right, I'm done. <laughs> and like I had another brother who would just buy, you know, um, back then zebra cakes or whatever uh, would be like 25 cents. So he'd buy yep. a couple of those. And I'm sitting there like taking my time, taking my time, figuring out what I want. And then all of a sudden, like, I go play a video game that cost me a quarter and like I'm playing pinball for like two hours and then come on. And I'm like, ah, you know what? Like I'm going to get a Shasta for 25 cents. I'm going to get a little Debbie cake for another quarter. And then I got a quarter in my pocket. So like I've played a video game. I bought the same stuff you're doing. It took me so much longer, but like, you know, instead of getting uh, uh instead of getting a Coke, like my brother, I got a Shasta. So like, right. yeah, Shasta, like depending if you got Dr. Shasta, whatever it was, um, it was just as good as Dr. Pepper back in the day. I wouldn't get the cola, cola, anything except for Coke sucks. Um, but I, you know, I just, I always have been the guy to think about my purchases. Like what can get me the best bang for my buck? You know, when I go buy firework and we were talking about first of all, you guys are slow. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It up. like, it's because people are spending all their money on fireworks and, yeah. and spending ready for a party. They're not coming here. Like no. they're getting ready for big events. Now, when I go to buy fireworks, right. I used to live, I mean, granted we were poor, but like, I lived off dollar store fireworks. I used to drive to Indiana so I can get the big mortars because they were, and I still do it because like, you can't find $2 six packs around here. You can go get mortars, right? You get the six or the eight pack. It costs you two bucks down in Indiana. And we would just load up an entire trunk yep. full. And I'm at a hundred bucks. And I have, I got bottle rockets for free just for walking in the yep. door, 25 cent for an entire brick of firecrackers. And I had mortars up the wazoo. And I'm like, I just tie them all together. And here we go. Like I, I was a bargain shopper. Where and, and if you got them for free, does that mean you went to Crazy Kaplan's? No, I don't. Whatever's across the border. Just across the border. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah just, no. See, I go farther. I go to eat. I go, I like Sheldon. Yep. Which is exit sixteen. Sure. Or I like Crazy Kaplan because he gives a ton of free shit. Yeah. And he's crazy. <laughs> Say, you know, I, we whatever you know, but like we just knew what would. I mean, honestly, if they go up, and you know, and I have friends that will go out and spend three hundred bucks on a on a pack of them. And they get, you know, 50 things. Yeah. And, okay, there, there's boom, booms, where I have to like two of them to go boom, boom. But I've paid 150 as the price. And the yeah. kids all go, oh. 
don't get me wrong, I opened all my boxes, so I had all my things, so like five of us have to light it at the same time. And then I learned you can buy extra wick. That took me a little while to learn. But I have no problem with this stuff. Like budget, bu- budgeting and thrift spending is completely fine with me. Right? Well, you know, and my wife complains because I- I'm the type of person that, you know, if we're going to account, I'm going to spend whatever I want to spend. Yep. And to her, it's a waste of money, which that's fine. You know, she likes to buy what she likes and I like to buy what I like. Sure. But at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to, you know, real spending of money, we're both very thrifty shoppers. We know what we're spending and what we're okay spending and where we want to spend it. Yep. And and at the end of the day, that's that's how you really accumulate wealth. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I mean your wife spends, you know, let's say ten bucks a ten bucks a week or whatever, ten bucks a day, stupid like, you know, on on stuff that she wants, right? And you don't, but like you just go to con and buy one really expensive thing, you know. Yeah. And so it, it just it's delayed delayed gratification. Yeah. So we're used to it. We're we're okay with it. Well, and she knows as well that if I'm doing something, I have budgeted for whatever that event is. Yep. And she may not like it, but yep. we're just not gonna talk about it. Sick. That keeps us happy and healthy. Yeah, and and that's honestly talking about it. So like we're going to do an episode, I know, about talking with your spouse about finances, right? Oh, that would be a good one. It's, you know, it, it's a huge thing in our lives. You know, we talked about your journey. Um, we we talked about mine a little bit and how, where my wife's coming from. But we're going to, we're going to get in depth into it in an episode. Um, you know, even, even to now, like my wife, you know, she, you know, again, I think people should save 25%. Yep. Right. I mean, it's very possible. It's very doable. We have constant arguments with people all the time, but I personally am like, if I can save 80%, you know, <laughs> say, and she's like, no, we got to spend money. We got to live life. And I'm like, I get that. Right. So she brings me down to a lower amount of money, but like, if it was me, we would still be in my mom's basement. Like, you know this, right? Like, yeah. We'd be in my mom's basement. I would be the most filthy rich person, you know, like not spending money. And then, like, one day I would just come out and be like, I have enough money. See ya. Like, yeah. I officially am doing what I want for the rest of my life. And it could be anywhere from, I don't know, 40 and less years old. And I would just do those things. Yeah. Like, um, but instead I had to find a different way. So I chose real estate. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I think I think there's so many ways to, to tackle this. But really the biggest key is to make sure that it happens. Like my real estate funds go into a savings account. Like my betterment goes direct deposited into my betterment. My 401k came out of my, my Roth came in, came out of my paycheck early. I didn't see any of it. Sure. When I looked at my paycheck, I'm like, holy cow, that's a lot of money, man. You know, so like when you're taking home, you know, when you should be taking home, I don't care, 1100 bucks or whatever it is. And because you worked 65 hours that week. And then all of a sudden you see, you take home 500 bucks you look at your taxes. You're like, yeah, and then you look at your investments, you're like, oh, man, I could have an extra 200 bucks. That sure helped me. No, like, 200 bucks will not help you. It just won't, right? Like, well, because you're a spender. You're you're the person that just spends. And if you if you think that 25% is too much, sure, start with 15. Start with 5%. Start with, like, and then once once you get that raise, make sure you do it. Like, make sure you invest. Make sure you invest. Make sure you invest. When, we can't we're, say looking, when we're looking at generating wealth, again, it's, it's the same as anything else. You yep. have to set a plan yep. and stick to that plan. Yep. 
that has to be the most important thing you're looking at at that point. So I know with some of our episodes coming up, we have somebody that's going to join us that, you know, they, they want to talk about should they get a new car or should they save money to move out? Sure. So we're going to sit down and we're going to talk through that entire issue with this person because they don't know what way to go. And I mean, I know what I think they should be doing because I know what their car is. Sure. But they're going to sit down and they're going to, you know, basically present two options and we're going to sit there and go, okay, well, this is how I see it. And, and again, set forth a plan, sure. stick to it and figure out how to eventually, you know, make that plan successful and, and build that well. Well, I think I'll, I'll elaborate on a little bit, right? So a plan slash a dream, yep. right? So like a car or, or moving out. So that's a dream. Okay. Now, what does it take? A dream without action is just a dream. Yep. Right. Like, hey, we all were kids at one point, right? And again, mine, mine was a Dodge Viper and whatever. But like, if you don't take action to get that, so like, and then I learned through time that like, it's just not the greatest idea. Like, yep. I mean, granted, this big in a Dodge Viper, I mean, it's I don't it care. Do, how it it doesn't really work. And it's just it's you know, but yeah. like, sure, right? But again, a Anything without action is just that thing. Like, if you don't take action to do it, so if you're not investing and you're listening to this, like, that's what, like, with Mike, right? It was like, you you, you can sit here and listen so much, but without action, you're just you're just getting information. And then yeah. all of a sudden, that was, like, why I was so, so happy for me, for sure. Like, we, we do this. We don't do this for any financial being like this. This week cost me, I mean, $15 for a sub, $6 for drinks, whatever yeah. it is. Like we, we don't I'm get paid for that. bucks a six pack. You know, we don't get paid. But like, what do we get out of it? Dude, that, that one person that proved to us and showed us that they took steps. Like look at Vanessa. I mean, okay. Huge. Honestly, like what do we get out of that? We get one other person that's going to join us someday in being financially successful and like they're going to change their family tree. Well, I, I mean, I know on a Sunday, Eric's going to join us because he's working second shift now. Yep. And he has all these things to share with you. And he's like, I, he, had, he had gone live last Sunday. Yeah. And I listened to him and he gave us a huge shout out. And thank you to Eric and, and the Gumball Kalamazoo broadcast for giving us a great shout out. Um, and I listened to it. It was like 15 minutes long. And, and he said during it, he goes, man, I hope Nick doesn't hear this. And I went, don't worry, I won't tell Nick about it. Yeah. Because he has, you know, he talked about things he wants to share with you and he wants you to hear it for the first time when we're broadcasting together. Because he's going to do gumball head at the same time we're doing Bucks and Brews. Sure. And he's going to tell you, hey, we talked in November and this is what has happened since. Sure. Well, it's like those things, like those things, like, and that's great because like it makes me so happy. Look, yeah. I, they talk to you a heck of a lot more, but like, Dude, that, that's what gives me my passion. That gives me my drive. That gives me like this wanting to come back, you know, and we talked about the beginning of the episode, like we were so late coming into this. We weren't sure if this was going to happen because David's like, Hey, it might have to be tomorrow. And I'm sitting here going, dude, I got to get ready to buy a house. I still got this to go like, dude. And he's like, all right, I'm going to be late. If you can make late. And I'm like, my wife's watching TV. We're making it late. Like it, it because this this interaction with everybody listening right now, everybody watching, this is, we do this for you. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, we're going to do it without you. Like, let's be honest. But we do this because we want to help everybody else 
understand that you can have everything in life you we just, want we want to share that knowledge you just gotta do I mean, yeah. dude we i i we go back so much to past episodes and yep. because we're gonna you're gonna get overlap all the time we talk about your journey you were in fucking debt you were so broke you went bankrupt yep like that sucks right but now you see what your life has changed right it's like that yep. crackhead that is like i'm gonna jump off the bridge and then does it and then goes and teaches everybody hey this is the low i was at this is where like you were in fact like you changed your entire life to something and that's huge why because you don't want anybody to feel that way you don't want anybody to stand in front of the judge and just go jesus this is so embarrassing yeah. you don't want to be that person that's up there the second or third time going and you know the fucking judge by name right like that's right. just not a thing like i think um i think what you have to understand um is you have to understand that we're doing this because we generally care about others in this world. Well, I mean, we talk about this, you know, coming from the coaching background. I don't root for anybody that I coach against. I, I hate them. They're automatically the enemy. Sure. But when it comes to financials, sure. if you share a success with me, unlike in the coaching world where I'm not happy for you and I want you to suffer and die, Financially, I'm, I'm celebrating that right along with you. I'm so excited. Vanessa sends me a text. Hey, Amazon bill, it's paid off. Yeah. I have a zero dollar balance. I got so excited. I sent it to Nick. Nick's like, hell yeah, she paid that off. That's gone. Yeah. Now she's attacking the next card. And we're sitting there and we're so excited. Yeah. We literally did nothing other than talk to Vanessa. Yeah. I, it's not our she, victory. She, she did say she wasn't going live. And I was like, I would have. I mean, cool. Like, I don't care. That's fine. You're not that person. But like, I'm going live for you. Like, yeah. This is huge. But um, and you know, I think when you when you look at things, there's there's so many people out there. Okay, so Dave Ramsey, right? Like, we don't agree upon his stuff, but like, we absolutely we know for a fact his shit works. It works, right? You look at uh, the money guys, yep. right? Like, they've been around for 15 years, something like that. They have their they have their plan. It works, right? Like most people talk about the same stuff, and why? Because it works. Like we're not we're not reinventing the wheel. No. Yeah, we're just talking to you from real life situations, and we're trying to get you to understand. This is this is really what we want for you guys. Well, again, why does Vanessa like listening to us? She likes listening to us because we're two regular guys yeah. that like to talk about money and we're doing it while we're drinking beer because it, it's literally like we're just talking to you from across the bar yeah. and we're just having a good time and it's just kind of matter of fact. I don't care where you come from. I don't care where you're going to. I'm just going to share my knowledge with you. And at the end of the day, I hope you succeed. Yeah, that's you know, unlike when I'm coaching against you and I want you to fail and die here, I want you to succeed. I want you to sit there and say, hey, you know, I paid off these three credit cards and I get to take a trip to, you know, Mexico. Yeah. And I can sit there and go, that's freaking awesome. Send me some pictures. Oh, 100 percent. Like, you know, because we want you to do it the debt free way. We don't right. want, we don't want you to go into debt for it. Like we want you to not have to come stress back when you get here and go, you know, um, but like when you talk about when you talk about coaching, it's like when you're playing, when you're in that moment, yes, you want them to lose. You don't want them. But when the game's over, you get up there and you shake hands. Yep. And guess what? You know what? When you, how many times how many times did you see it where I would give another coach a hug or or yep. a handshake and say, Hey, 
have a safe drive home because yep. why I want you to get to that final destination in a safe way. Yep. I want you to get to that final destination. The same as I want to get to my home, yep. right? The same as I want to get to that. Like, you know what? I want everybody along this entire thing, like during competition, that's what it is. But like in the end, right? I, my, my, my grandma, her final words were always, okay, have fun. I love you. Be safe. Yep. You know, and it was all right. Bye. Love you too. Never. Right. <laughs> so, and, uh, but the, the end result is we want you to get to that, that final spot. Like, well, you know, I, I talked about it when, you know, flashing back to the beginning of the episode when Katie and uh, Jenny were here. Yeah. I talked to them and, you know, Katie said it better than probably anybody. It wasn't about playing softball at the school she went to. It wasn't about, you know, becoming a, a college athlete. It wasn't about winning, you know, conference or districts or any of those things. What it was about was sports there was a way to have a family that cared about you. Yep. And in other sports, they didn't necessarily care, but they knew when they came to me. My goal was for them to get a good grade yep. and for them to become a better person and for them to put the right image forward. It wasn't necessarily to win the game. I wanted to win. I'm as competitive as anyone. Sure. You know, if if, if Nick and I talked before that we need, we want to play Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah. I, Nick and I will be punching each other playing Tecmo Super Bowl because <laughs> I want to kick his ass. Yeah. But, you know, when, when I'm looking at this, it's not necessarily about those wins on the field. It's about creating a better person yeah. that knows at the end of the day, I actually care about them and where they're going. Well, and that was, you know, that was a big thing, especially during my coaching, right? Like you, you cared a little bit more about grades than I did. Yep. And, you know, all, all we needed in my school was a D, right? Yep. A D minus technically. So you needed 61% in order to, and I, I would tell my kids, look, honestly, like in school, I, I had a higher GPA because I took easy classes. But the fact is, is I don't care what you do. Mm -hmm. I don't care how you have to do it. Your bare minimum is 61%. If you want to get that 61%, put your effort in to get that 61%. Why? Because guess what? You're going to be over here. You need to be with your team. And if you can't give your team that much effort, then you need to find yourself and you need to understand who you are. Yep. Because look, I'm not asking for anything more than bare minimum. Right. And like literally bare minimum. So just like in just like in wealth building, I'm not asking for anything more than bare minimum. Like, you know, okay, so me, sure, bare minimum is fifteen to twenty percent twenty-five percent, but like I'm not asking you to start there, right? I'm asking you to start bare minimum when you're younger, sure, but like start now. Like 401k match of three to five percent. Like yeah. that's bare minimum, right? You and I can both agree. If you have a normal W two job, you're not a you're not a person that works for yourself, whatever. And if you do, if you are working for yourself, and every every stupid client you work for, whatever, five percent, like do you know, or whatever it is, like just take some type of money and start investing it. All we're asking you to do is open an account for Betterment, right? Use <laughs> use our referral so that way we can get some free free Absolutely. months. Absolutely, um, that's huge, and. Uh, but just start because guess what? When you use, and that's the thing, we're helping you because yes, you're helping us by giving us the referral, but we're helping you because you're going to get three or six months referral for free of, of no, no interest on this account, right? Like start by opening something, right? Put, uh, if you have to do a one-time deposit of 10 bucks until you can get, 
you can do one-time deposits, right? And then until it starts your uh, your your weekly takeout, but get in there, set it up, automatic withdrawal. And mine comes out of my debit card. Doesn't I don't, it might be my account actually? I mean, yeah, it's a bank account exactly. So yeah, you have to call your bank and figure out what your what your things are. If you have if you're older and you have a check book, which I still have checks um, because I write them every month. Um, you know, just start somewhere. We're asking you to start. We're not, we're not at this point, really, that's all it takes is, is steps and Dave Ramsey, baby steps. <laughs> you, know, you, like, you may not be offered something like Caitlin's not offered anything, even though she's a W2 employee. Right. But you but, are, you are offered. She has her betterment account and she puts 18% every month into her Roth IRA. Right. She has Roth IRA. Correct. Right, through betterment. Right. Like, so you have, you know, Roth IRA for betterment, you have index funds for betterment, which, okay. So I, we, we differ on some things because, yep. well, granted I had a 401k, so I didn't, I didn't do Roth IRAs too much. Right. I did Roth 401s. Um, and not, not all of my money had to go to, because I've always looked at worst case scenario. So I want to get to the point where worst case scenario loans kind of start to collapse upon each other. I'd rather lose everything I have here, pay off all this and then, and then be fine. So yep. like, I need that liquid. And, my intent is to never touch it, but just in case. And so if you're feeling like, Hey, I'm going to get to this point where I need it. Sure. Then start like, again, an index fund where, or start stock, start, you know, whatever. I don't care what it is. Figure out what you have any idea. We've talked about so many things, start something, put money away to it and you're going to get it out. Um, <laughs> say that's completely fine. So we just had a, we just had somebody say they're going to, they're going to invest or sorry, they're going to invent a product that everyone buys. Well, not just one. So I, I hope you, I hope you do that. Like, yeah, absolutely. It, like put it to it. I I'll, I mean, depending on the price, I'll buy two. Yeah. Tell us what it <laughs> is. Say. Cause we um, want to know, you know, at, at the end of the day, we're all, we're all trying to, you know, make life a little bit easier, a little bit better, yep. you know, and make our wealth a little bit higher. So that, again, as we've said many, many times, we can do what we want to do when we want to do it. And, and you know, again, we we want to do this. Do we have to do this? No. no. Do we want to? Yes. What do we want to do while we do it? Drink beer. Yeah. Do we do that? Yes. Hell yes. Right? Like, this... Yeah, but at the end of the day, I mean, you like Bud Light. I do. I very much. I'm not a huge fan of Miller Light. So, I mean, I'd like to get to the point where I can just buy, you know, Saga Tuck or uh, Atwater or Wark or whoever, you know, whatever small brewer I want to support that day. Yeah. I want to be able to buy that and not think twice about, you know, spending 12 bucks on a six pack. Well, see, and I'm I'm, I'm going above you because I'm, I'm Billy Badass and I want to be able to get a, a keg tap, right? Like yeah, some, all of that. Somewhere. Yeah. Right. And I want us to get like one of those little quarter kegs or something like that. And that's what we want. So we're just going to pour it and we'll drink that and we'll get the next one. Like uh, this is going to be perfect for us. Um, well, you know, and, and for anybody joining us, you know, we're doing this live again on Saturday. We are. We're talking baseball, all baseball. I got so many fun trivia facts, some ways to save money at the ballpark. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of fun stuff. Hopefully we can all get to the ballpark this year. I'm going to a ballpark this year. I hope do I, I am. Do I know how? Oh, no, but... Yeah. 20% at Wrigley Field. You 20% to, at West, Kish West Michigan Whitecaps. Hope, hopefully we'll get to some ball games this year because I love baseball. 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think I think one of the biggest topics for us. Th- this guy is he, guy or girl. I don't know which it is. This person, yeah. Yeah, this person. I want just I want enough money to not worry about money again. Three houses in the country and travel anywhere and anytime I want. And and literally that again, that's I want to do what I want when I want. I'm saying I think you yeah, you hit it on the head. That's a so your why right there is yep. so that way right at the end, right? And travel anywhere, anytime. Like yep. that's your why. Because you don't want to have to punch a clock. Nope. Because you don't have to get up when you want to. Or you know, because you want to get up when you want to. Because like your why needs to be the biggest strong thing of your life, right? Like you need to understand that. You can reach it. You just have to make sure you set it and do it, um, right? Like, I I hope that you you reach out to us uh, on Bucks and Brews Facebook. You know, yeah. message us, Facebook, like, Twitter, yeah. Bucksandbrews.com. Find us. Find it. Like, reach out to us, and and we're we're gonna talk to you directly and say, hey, what are you actually doing to reach your goals? We're gonna because you know, just like we did with a few of our other people. Hey, what are your goals? Um, what are your goals? How are you getting there? Right? Like, because there's so many people that we talk to, they're like, Oh, I, I got this and I got this. And it's like, cool. Hey, have you thought about this? And have you thought about this and this? And like, we, we throw ideas because we give it free. It's free 99 knowledge, baby. Yeah. That's, that's what we give. Um, yeah. And I completely get it. So, um, I think one of the biggest things for me with real estate was once I replaced one paycheck, I was like, yeah, you know, it was that wasn't bad. Can I replace four paychecks? Yep. Right? Or or five paychecks technically. And like once I knew I could replace five paychecks, which was guaranteed five paychecks every month instead of the four and then the random fifth, like that was a huge thing for me, right? Like I my attitude changed. Yeah, okay. I didn't have the the nuts, let's say, right? The cojones yep. to to go, hey, I'm taking vacation when I want because I still wanted other things like my maturity kind of came out and I was like, Hey, I have to do this. But, you know, truthfully, once that firing happened or yeah, illegal firing happened, I was fine. Like, you know, like, dude, if this would have happened back in the day, like I would have just freaked out and went and got another job, like grunted up doing whatever. But then I had the opportunity to make my call my own shots. I had the opportunity to figure out who I wanted to be. I had the opportunity to figure out where I wanted to be in life. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, that's where I'm shooting for. Okay. So now, you know, my wife gets mad because she's like, Hey, uh, you know, you said you have whatever free time. And I'm like, look, if you plan a vacation, I promise you'll be all, oh, I have to do the planning. Well, yes. If I plan it too, I'm going to go on it. But like, if you have something you need me to do, I'll be there. Right. Like I was out in Muskegon, last Monday because my daughter started back up gymnastics, which was yep. huge. And I was like, Hey, I got a stay because I got to do this. And she goes, Oh, it's your daughter. You know, all right, there'll be more gymnastics. And I was like, never mind. Called the owner was like, Hey, no, nothing against you. Like, this is what I have to do. I'll come back out. But like this, this amount of time, because this is more important to me. And he's like, completely understand. Right. And so then, you know, I, I okay. So I had to give, like, I stopped for 45 minutes and had to go right back out type thing. Like I have no problem with that because that is my number one important in life. Well, we talk about it. You know, I, I, me throwing talk toss to the girls the other day. I, you take it for granted while you have to, have to, in quotes, do it. Yeah. But when you don't have to do it anymore, you're sitting there going, 
man, I, I really miss those times. I, I wish I could go do that again. You know, and I, you know, I know you're a bowler and you still bowl competitively. Yeah. But don't you sit there and go, man, it'd be fun to be a part of, you know, high school team and, and do all these things I used to do. Yeah. Because, you know, you never get that competitive spirit back anymore. You know, the girls told me, they're like, yeah, people tell me I should go play slow pitch, but I don't want to do that. That's, that's stupid. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not, it's not, you don't have the competitiveness, right? You, like, you just don't. I mean, granted, you'll have that one other team that's competitive, and finally, you guys get, but half your team's probably not riled up and ready to go for it, right? Like, right. You don't get that full, like, everybody all day, right? I mean, there's a couple of competitive leagues, and there's a couple, but, like, you have to get into it. And so, um, you know, I, I built myself, I mean, even with my competitive bowling team, like, we still drank. I mean, I'm not gonna, like, right? You, <laughs> I mean, Right back when I used to bowl real, like, no, like, you didn't talk to me. My cell phone wasn't really on me. Yep. Like, it would for distraction if I threw a bad shot. But, like, it, it like, this is, no, like, I was, I was there for competition. Yep. I was not there to, I wasn't there to make friends, right? I mean, I was always very friendly and respectful, but I was not there to, to, to lose, right? And that was huge for me. Well, I mean, that that's a lot of what it is. Uh, you know, again, setting goals and, and hitting those goals. Yep. And, you know, we've, we've gone almost two hours as usual because we yep. like to talk money. That's who we are. Um, any, Take care. Any, <laughs> any of you that have uh, listened, you know, we really appreciate you hopping on here. This will be posted, you know, to Podbean. I, uh, uh, I you know, I, Podbean is a new thing for us, so we're not sure what these hearts are over in the corner. Um, but we're getting quite a few of them. We are, and that's always fun. Um, I, I will upload this show probably on the weekend as usual. Uh, it'll be on YouTube at some point because, you know, you want to look at our beautiful faces because we're so handsome. Sure. Um, and then again, Saturday, we're going to talk baseball. If you're a baseball fan, please join us. Um, we're coming up to bat the big one, the sexy Nick Watkins. We are we are very excited about our baseball episode because we are all baseball fans and we are. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I, I want to thank Work Brewing and Sagatuck Brewing for allowing me to buy their their very tasty beer. Yeah, so you know, uh, Smirnoff, uh, which is their own brewed by Smirnoff in Plainfield, Illinois. Um, Smirnoff Red, White, and Blue, which I usually drink quite a few of those. My cousin lives in Plainfield. To say and then of course always true to my big blue uh but like i owned by a swedish company now i don't care who it's owned by as long as it keeps coming and so and the price stays the same my friend say so, hit us with your normal man you guys like subscribe share keep the love coming uh you know we we share out a, a few topics on facebook we appreciate the feedback look forward to anything that you guys want to talk about so if you have a topic that you want to talk about we're going to hit it right away yeah please please set us up we we want to know what you want to hear about and if you want a buxom bruise t-shirt reach out to us uh i'll move the beard out of the way so i can see my face um you know find us on buxombrews.com like that's you know we need more traffic there we we do I need to update a little more than yeah, so, I, I mean I don't have a lot of time lately, which is why it doesn't get updated. Yeah, so we just stay on Facebook quite a bit. So yeah. really if you want an instant Twitter. Yeah, I so say if you want a Twitter and I, I'm usually more on the Facebook yeah. side. If you want responses, honestly, that's what we hit us up on those. Yep. And you know, if you want some of our swag, hit us up for those. Yeah, say. 
you can't have a glass because there's only been two ever created. Yeah. And that's probably all that'll ever be created. Uh, we're gonna work on that. I, I really like the glasses. Me too. And I, I want more. Uh, I mean, oh, we're just gonna sell them for a lot of money. For, I guess so. We're gonna make them that thing that people want. So again, like, subscribe, share, tell your mom, tell your grandma, uh, your auntie, your auntie, your mama, your mammy. Uh, we will talk to all of you again on Saturday when we're talking baseball. Jump on and join us. This is Please be, do. It's gonna be a great episode. I'm gonna get my pennant hung. Uh, yeah. Because you know I'm I'm have to go get my Tigers hat out. This would be a great day. I gotta find my Cubs pride hat. I don't know where the hell it is. Ooh, I gotta find my Tigers pride hat. This is gonna be great, guys. Take care. Thanks so much for joining us.